This is the Benefits Buzz Podcast, your weekly pulse on what's happening in the world of employee benefits. Brought to you by your friends at WEX, who believe in simplifying benefits for everyone. Now listen up, and let's get buzzed! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Benefits Buzz. Hayden, we're in person. <laughs> Can you believe it? I can't <laughs> believe it. For those of you watching our YouTube version of this, it's we're almost at the two-year anniversary of us being sent home, uh, working remotely, and our offices have opened, kind of. Uh, we're allowed enough to come in here, and we thought, what the heck, let's give this a wild try and do our, our podcast in person. I, it's hard to believe we ever did this before. I mean, seriously, I had a conversation with somebody who we were talking about as a potential guest earlier this week. Yeah. And they'd asked me, what was the biggest shift since we started doing this podcast? I'm like, the fact that we're even do- talking right now virtually was the biggest shift because we used to do all these in person. So. I know that's the thing. Yeah. We got so used to it. And here we are now. We wish you could be here, Erica, but we're so glad. I'm making reference to our guest who's coming on the show, uh, who I'll announce in just a moment. Um, well, I have a, a great, great episode queued up. And if we love to do stuff that's super, uh, I hate to use the word trendy because it make it sounds like it's it's not like it hasn't been around for a long time. But if there is a trend right now that's happening in the HR world when it comes to retention, it is the concept of a of a lifestyle spending account benefit. Um, and I know we've done an episode and I think in a previous season about what an LSA is. Um, but with all the attention and focus and um, energy around LSAs, we thought, let's do another and let's dive a bit deeper. And I'm super pumped to talk about what an LSA is and how we can support employees to an LSA during this time uh, with so much going on in the world. Um, and I can't wait to dive into that. And to do so, we've got a great guest, Erica Pollock, who is the Vice President of Sales Consulting and the WEX Benefits Division is on the show. Erica, welcome. Hi, thanks guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we're delighted. Like I said, I wish you were here with us in person too. We're working towards that, um, but it's great that you can be. Looks like you're in the office too, maybe, right? I am. I am okay. in the office. Yeah, just a, just a different, different office, different building. Yeah, <laughs> the other, the other, other office. The other, other office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're super pumped. Well, let's let's dive into this, right? Um, when we think about lifestyle spending accounts. We could we we think about. Um, unique ways uh you know we've talked about lsas as a way to uniquely for organizations to support their employee wellness um and i think it's really we've seen this you know we, we have a great broker and consultant network that we talk with a lot and what i'm hearing is there's just a lot of conversation around employers asking about lsa options plan setup etc so let's just kick this podcast off by you talking to us about Give us the the quick skinny, if you will, on what an LSA spending or a lifestyle spending account is. Sure, you got it. So uh, a lifestyle spending account is a post-tax reimbursement account, fully funded by the employer and fully designed by the employer. So we're used to, in the benefits world, things being highly regulated by the IRS. Um, but the lifestyle spending account has been a great way to work outside of those regulations and really color outside the lines of what we can design with these benefit offerings and just diversify um, what an employer offers to their employees. And why do employees love these plans so much? Uh, It's the freedom of choice. So it Mm. gives them more, more options, um, more freedom within how, how these are structured. Um, Typically with a lifestyle spending account, there's, there's a pretty broad list of what's eligible. And so as a consumer, I can go in and say, this is what's going to work best for me and my family versus uh, a traditional plan, which is, you know, highly regulated, has a, a smaller list of things. 
um, and I have to be more mindful of what I'm spending on. This really gives me the opportunity to say at this point in time in, in my life with my family structure, however, I can spend it on this to really support my needs. Yeah, I've kind of hinted at this, but with all this energy and attention on LSAs as of recent, why do you feel like these accounts are are so important today? What what are you what are you hearing and, and why is there's this this larger demand on LSAs right now? Sure. I would say with where we're at right now, just in you know the the professional world, is there's such a need for employers to retain their employees mm -hmm. um, and also attract more talent into their organization and this is a great way to do that because it's it's really creative and it's a way to enhance the benefits that they're offering in a really unique way and and draw more people into that and then also show existing employees hey we highly value you and and because of that we're giving you more dollars that you can spend as you need to to benefit your lifestyle um, so we've seen it really be a topic of conversation for employers that way and then also just because they want to get um, they want to have an, a better overall offering, and this is a great way to do that. Well, in these plans too, I mean, they, there's been so much research, and we've we've done a lot of work on this too here at Wex. But like, there's been so much research just on, um, you know, the needs employees are facing today, and how there's increasing needs for like mental health, and then obviously mm -hmm. physical wellness has changed quite a bit, just with you know so many people working from home now, and like financial wellness, and like LSAs are really pretty well suited to kind of yeah. meet a lot of these needs, right? Yeah, you got it. It's I, I look at it just even how we're doing things virtually now. You know, that's new for a lot of us. And it's something that we had to get used to and figure out how can we do this successfully. And it's the same, you know, thought process that we think for a lifestyle spending account. There's just a different need out there today. We have to be able to to support employees on a, a broad range of things. And this really gives us that opportunity. Um, and it's really more financially advantageous for the employer versus having to rehire, retrain and go through that process. The more they can build into the people that they have currently, the better. Yeah, I, I love that. And and it's something that we saw. So we we actually, uh, Wex just put out a employee wellness guide. And one of the things that we highlight there on, on how we can really address the, you know, the mental health, the physical health and financial health, one of those is providing an LSA, right? Um, and we'll be sure to include that that really nice guide in the um, show notes. But it's it's a it's a great um, you know quiver to have in your in your uh, a bow to have in your quiver. Is that the cliche? Name? I think you got it off. <laughs> okay, okay, we're quiver I'm, I'm struggling here. You get, you get what I'm trying to say. Maybe a feather in your cap, whatever, whatever it is. We can edit this out. Yeah, <laughs> choose your favorite colloquialism. Uh, uh, but the point is, right, there's huge growth there. And so I would, do you have any, if you could share, I always try to get a lot of, out of, out of um, good, good nuggets information out of our yeah. guests. Do you have like any kind of growth that we've seen that you're willing to share on, in that space? Yeah, you bet. So I, I did a little homework before this and we've actually um, doubled in our lifestyle spending account clients in the last year. Nice. Yeah. So it just speaks to, you know, the need out there and how we were able to, to easily solve for that with within how we serve spending accounts today. So it's it's pretty cool to see that growth. Yeah, definitely. And and, and that's something too, like, you know, we did a, a survey not too long ago, just of consultants where uh, LSAs were really the number one product that they wanted more education on. And I think because these plans are so customizable and and because there isn't really as much regulations as there is with with other plans because it's post tax like there mm -hmm. probably are a lot of questions around them 
Um, you know, having said all that, Erica, you know, what what challenges do you see employers facing when they've you know come to you? Whether whether they they're coming to us with, hey, we have these issues we're trying to solve for, or they've done enough education on LSA already, where they're like, I, I believe an LSA is the solution we want. Like, what kind of what kind yeah. of things do you see in in those conversations that come up a lot that that you provide some tips for? Yeah, they certainly believe it's it's the direction to go. And where we've seen um, our ability to provide a lot of value is helping them narrow down what they want to do because that's the biggest challenge is these are all post-tax dollars and you can essentially do a lot with that and so employers tend to get a little overwhelmed with all the options and all the flexibility that they have in designing a lifestyle spending account so where we really come in is comparing for them based on you know other like clients that we're serving today or trends that we're seeing out in the industry benchmarking data that we're able to pull and give them some guidelines to help them shape the benefit offering so that it's not just, well, do whatever you want with it. And then, you know, it's that paralysis of like, there's just too much to do. I don't know how to design this. So we really want to give them some perspective for how things have been working for other similar clients, uh, whether similar industry, similar size, similar goals, we can really tailor how we support them in that design process. And do they usually come to us, I, I guess, getting back to that question, do, do they usually come to us like already feeling like an LSA is the solution or do they usually come to us and, and we're kind of identifying that for them based on some problems they're trying to solve for? Is there a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. More so recently, there's been enough buzz going on around about it that they they come to us saying, we've heard about these. We think this is the right direction to go. We just need a little help on what that looks like. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And again, if I'm, if I'm listening as a, an employer in HR Pro thinking about well, I kind of know what an LSA is. I've, how, where do I start? How do I approach this? Um, it's great to have some of those suggestions. And so what I would love to hear from you is what should employers be thinking about, right? Sure. Um, you know, what's off the table? What's on the table? Should they think, you know, I mean, and, and, and where can they go, you know, to, to get more information on that when they're looking to, to think about what an LSA plan design might be? So I know that was a loaded question, but I'm just trying to figure out, again, as I think about this plan, what are my next steps? What can I do to educate myself? And, and you know, when you think about a plan design, which is the right way to implement an LSA, right, within your organization, what, what tips do you have? Yeah, so there's a few keys um, that I would suggest is one, keep it simple. These are post-tax dollars. The individuals are getting taxed on whatever they spend. Um, so the more complicated it becomes, the less of a, of a creative benefit it really is. So we've, we've just encouraged our employers, keep it very simple, um, you know, as far as what they allow the spend on, how much they want to contribute to their employees. And really it comes down to whether or not they want those individuals to have to substantiate what they're spending these LSA dollars on. So that's first and foremost is it just keep it simple. There's enough complicated plan designs and rules that we have to follow with everything else. Let's make this easy for our employees to use. Um, the next thing would be just tailoring it to specific demographics with, within an organization. Um, I know healthcare has been an industry that has been highly interested in LSAs because um, they want to tailor something specific to their nurse population because there's a huge retention effort in the healthcare industry right now around mm -hmm. uh, nurses. And so they've done things such as for this nurse population, we're going to give them X dollars to use towards scrubs, good shoes, things that are going to enhance the fact that they're 
working long hours, serving mm. in the healthcare industry is really that front line. And so being able to tailor what you're offering to specific groups of employees so that it enhances their experience um, really helps out as well. And that's the flexibility that these LSAs provide. Is, is, are there any complications or, or, you know, factors they should consider when they're, you know, kind of segmenting these groups out in terms of who's eligible for an LSA? And, and do you see, um, do you see groups, I guess, also like offering an LSA to different groups where the LSA is different? Does, does that get too complex or? It can get a little complex, but the great thing is that they can design their own eligibility rules on these. The what we've what we've suggested to employers is that if you're going to set different eligibility rules, different funding amounts, different eligible expenses, that's fine. But keep those consistent within your class of employees. So if you want to offer something to part-time employees, keep that offering consistent, and that could be different than what maybe full-time employees have access to. Um, maybe it's based on your role within the organization and, and they can really tailor it that way. But we just, we recommend consistency within each of those definitions, um, just so that there's, there's not confusion that way. Yeah. Really good tips. And as someone who is a, uh, participant in a plan, the idea of keeping it super simple and easy is, is so good, right? Like yeah. no one wants complex benefits to use. And so again, you kind of negate it if it's a difficult you know benefit to to go ahead and and and, and use and engage with so i love that tip tip it's simple but it, it makes a lot of sense yeah. um so let's do this let's pretend that i'm an employer yeah and i'm an hr pro and i think that my organization definitely needs a little bit of help with with um their mental health and i think an lsa might be an option sure walk walk me through what what the process might look like or how would I get started uh, if I wanted to introduce an LSA as a potential um, benefit offering at my organization? Sure. What we found most successful is having a bit of a discovery call first, whether that's with the employer directly, maybe their broker consultant is also involved in that conversation because um, that's typically how we get brought into those uh, meetings with those individual groups. And really just understanding what is the problem that they're trying to solve. And then what is the solution that we can fit to that need with a lifestyle spending account? So is it something they want to offer to all employees? Is it segmented? You know, is their goal really to focus on mental health? Okay, well, here's a list of expenses that we can tailor to fit that specific need. And then we just go on down the line of, of other design related questions. Aside, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, funding and also like uh, employee segments, like are, are there any other like common questions you typically ask during those discovery calls that that an employer needs to really kind of, you know, answer for themselves, I think, before they even take, take the next step? Yeah, um, you know, we, we like to understand how long they intend to have this benefit in place. Is it something that they want to offer year one and then maybe uh -huh. change the design going into year two to fit with perhaps a different corporate campaign, maybe a different focus, maybe they want to switch to financial wellness and focus there just to understand, you know, as we go through the first plan year, what we might want to anticipate for employee education needs going into the next plan year, um, tracking utilization to say, hey, this was really successful in this area. Um, perhaps we want to focus more on that. That's so good. And I, I, that's what I love about LSAs. The more I've learned about them is right. They're so customizable and i love your tip on 
it's got to be goal oriented. What are you trying to impact at your organization? Because they can, like you said, they can help with mental health or it can help yep. with physical health or it can help with financial health, just depending on the type of plan and benefit that you, you include and, and roll out. And the, the cool thing is you can change as, yep. as you keep the pulse on your employees and you're feeling like there's a shift or you want to, you know, to, to move that you can actually update. That's just so great. I love it. Any last, um, I always like to, to close the combo with like, what do we miss in this conversation? What question didn't we throw at you that we should have, or any last minute tips that you want our listeners and, and these decision makers to know about an LSA and a plan design around that? And one of the things that we always uh, want to make our employers aware of is that this is not designed to cover medical expenses. So that's that's one of those hard lines in the sand that we like to draw because they are post-tax dollars incorporating any sort of medical expense into the plan offering really is going to overcomplicate it, not only for the individual, but for that employer as well, as far as, um, you know, ERISA regulations are involved, having to offer COBRA and things like that. So we want to steer them away from, from that and keep it really to things that are outside of our traditional benefit offerings. Yeah. Great, great last tip to kind of close the episode. Erica, this was great. Hayden, it was great seeing you in person. <laughs> nice to see you again, man. Yeah, and I, I we had to find some good props, so this peace sign <laughs> seemed appropriate for the. <laughs> it's we'll, great. We'll this up a yeah, bit. well, but yeah, this is our first one. Give us some, give us, give us some time. But Erica, you've been fantastic. This was Thank so you. great diving into um, just LSAs, and I, I think our listeners will really be able to dive into more. So again, check out the Employee Wellness Guide we have in the show notes. Erica, have a great day. And hopefully next time Thank we you. are in the same building. We'll coordinate better next time, I promise. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, Erica. Bye. Wax is in the business of simplifying benefits for everyone. Now, although we certainly hope our podcast sparks some aha moments, like that was pretty cool, but of course we cannot provide legal investment or financial advice. And well, therefore, nothing shared in this podcast should be interpreted as such. We encourage you to seek out appropriate professional advice regarding your plans. Hey, congratulations. You made it through our disclaimer. <laughs> Thanks for listening.